I think you're really going to like this song this week. Play the music. Think what you say, say what you need, say it now. Self-defense, confidence, all you need. Keep your head up, don't bury what you think. Burst it out. Don't let it get bigger in your heart. Hi, this is Topher, and welcome to the Topher Sphere podcast. This is a podcast where usually I take about 30 minutes and invite you into my brain. This week, we're going to do a little, something a little different. It's the holidays, so I'm going to put out my holiday survival guide. All right, so let's get to this. Um, The first thing in the holiday survival guide is learn you can say no. For some reason, for Borderlines, I think it has to do with our um, fear of, of abandonment. We have a problem saying no. We overcommit. We just don't like saying no. But learning to say no is self-care. If a situation is just going to be too much, the better thing to do is to say no. Don't go. Stay away. Um, The next This next concept is a little bit of a concept of my own. Um, It's imagining your emotions as an emotional engine. Okay? Um, So, if you do that, what starts your engine? For me, my triggers are injustice, feeling powerless, feeling like I'm not enough, gaslighting me, and abandonment. Those are my triggers. So those can start my engine. They can start my emotional engine and get it warmed up. Okay? Um, Some things you can do to take your emotional engine down. Um, The please skill. This is from DBT. Um, So these are things that can make you more vulnerable or start your engine, make it easier for your emotions to get out of control. Treat physical illness. When we're sick, we're more vulnerable to being stressed out. And when we're more stressed out, we're more vulnerable, we're more vulnerable to having an outcome we don't want. Balance eating. This is really important. Don't eat too much and don't eat too little. Avoid mood-altering drugs. All right? I think that's self-explanatory. A little thing about borderline is that we're controlling the emotional storm that's going on inside of us. And if you add um, alcohol or marijuana or other mood-altering drugs, because these drugs have a tendency to lower inhibitions. And what happens when our inhibitions are lowered? 
were unable to control that emotional storm. So we might have an undesirable result. I'm not a proponent or telling you never to indulge in um, mood-altering drugs. Just during high, possible high-stress periods or events, avoiding mood-altering drugs helps. Balance sleep. Don't sleep too much. Don't sleep too little. I cannot stress to you how important your sleep is to your mental health. Get exercise. Um, exercise releases endorphins. It makes you feel better. It gives you a sense of accomplishment. So those are all things that help. Now, why, do, why did I bring up the emotional engine um, concept? It's because I experienced it. I'm going to tell you a story. Um, my brother and his wife were on my Verizon account. And um, his wife wanted to upgrade her phone. So I called Verizon thinking everything would be fine and we wouldn't have any problem upgrading the phone. Well, Verizon said no. They would not give me enough credit um, to be able to purchase the phone on payments. This triggered my feeling like I'm not enough and feeling powerless. But I didn't lose it. I didn't lose it on the customer service rep. I was aggravated and a little triggered, but I said, okay, it was really my fault that I couldn't upgrade because I had been paying the bill late. So I said I would start paying the bill and, and told my um, sister-in-law that she would have to wait to upgrade her phone. Well, then the same day we were... My partners and I were, when we were together, we were traveling out of town. We went to Cincinnati and um, there was a problem at the hotel. And um, we were under the understanding that the hotel was, was supposed to be paid for. And it was, um, but we had to put a credit card down and this kind of made me blow up. I spent a half an hour and made my partner spend a half an hour with this uh, hotel person um, trying to figure out, because I didn't want to put a credit, credit card down because it was supposed to be paid for. Now, see, what happened was I was already warmed up my engine was already warmed up from the Verizon event and the hotel event pushed my engine into exploding. So that's why, that's how I got the, the engine analogy. It, it just helps me think about my emotions in a different way to be aware of what happens and the accumulation of what happens to avoid the explosion. 
So be aware of what's happening in your emotional state. If you have an emotional event early in a day and it kind of warms you up, be aware that the next event might be more difficult to avoid. All right. The rest of the guy kind of is just DBT skills that I think will help you during the holiday. Um, The first one, we're going to always remember the tip skill. Tip. Temperature. Tip the temperature. Hold an ice cube in your hand or put your face in cold water. Again, when this happens, your body has a tendency of lowering your, your respiration and your heart rate so you can pull yourself kind of down. Intense exercise for I. Intense exercise. Like I said, exercise releases endorphins. It takes up and exhausts some of the adrenaline that's going on in your body. And it can really help when you're in a triggered moment. Paced breathing. Five seconds in. Five, seven seconds, sorry. Seven seconds out. Breathe in, breathe out. Breathing will be one of your key tools. Pace tension and relaxation in muscles. Tense your muscles up, hold it for a couple of seconds, and then release it. You're going to do this, it's in a pace, so do it with your breathing. So, Five, tense, five seconds, breathe in, relax, seven seconds, breathe out. This will help you if you're in a triggered state. It'll help you pull your mind down and get rid of some of that adrenaline. The next one is an easy one. Yeah, it's usually more in depth. I'm going to give you a, sh- a shortcut version of it. Um, usually you write out scenarios and um, write out multiple um, coping skills. But this skill's called cope ahead. We all can imagine something happening that might trigger us. That might be difficult for us to handle. You know, Uncle, Uncle Smarty Pants says the wrong thing, or Aunt um, Misfit says um, the wrong thing. You can imagine those things. You can cope ahead. You can imagine in your head those things happening, and then picture in your head that you were coping successfully with them. You're going to come up with different coping mechanisms. You might come up with different scenarios, too. But it's kind of a role play in your head. You imagine yourself coping before the event happens. So you you know that there's a, that one phrase that your Uncle Smarty Pants says, and you imagine him saying that phrase, and you imagine yourself maybe leaving the room, 
maybe just smiling and giving him a smirk or maybe commenting and making a validating statement. Validate the person rather than letting it get to you. Validation is not agreement. It's not agreeing with someone's position. It's not saying you're right. It's not saying they're right. Validation is just saying your perception is valid. I agree that your perception is valid and should be um, heard. That's what Copla. That's what Copahead does. It gives you maybe a mental ideal, but it also kind of um, tricks your brain into thinking it can handle what's going on. The next skill in the holiday survival guide is half smile willing hands. I know you just went, Topher, what the hell are you talking about? Well, a lot of the DBT skills are based around trying to trick your brain into a different state. Um, Half smile willing hands can be used to bring you back into mindfulness. What you're going to do is relax your face muscles, completely relax your face muscles. Um, You may not know it to focus on it, but a lot of stress is in our face. So relax your, your face muscles, focus on your breathing, turn your lips slightly up as if you were getting ready to smile. You're going to open your shoulders. Now, if you're standing up, let your hands hang down by your sides and put your palms forward. Okay, if you're sitting down, rest your hands on your um, legs and put your your palms up facing the ceiling. Now you're asking me, why am I doing this kind of weird, awkward position? Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure that you're aware that body language communicates things to the people around us. Are you aware that body language also communicates things to our brain? So if you're sitting somewhere with like your arms folded over and that says that I'm not approachable, um, leave me alone, your brain is going to pick up on those messages. It picks up on that body language. So by relaxing your face muscles, focusing on your breathing, and slightly turning your lips up, you're kind of telling your brain, I'm happy, I'm okay, everything is good. Um, When you open up your shoulders and put your um, palms up or forward, that signals to the brain, I'm open to what's going on. I'm 
open to the situation and readily accepting it. Um, but so you're going to relax your face, focus on breathing, five in, seven out, turn lips slightly up as if you're getting ready to smile, open shoulders, open your hands, pam, palms up or forward if you're standing up and you're going to hold it for a couple of seconds and then let go. Wait and see how you feel and do it again. Relax, breathe, slightly turn up your lips, open, make sure your, open, your, your shoulders are open and put your palms up or forward. This has helped me, believe me. It's helped me through situations where I thought I was going to lose it and didn't and was able to hang on to my self-respect. That's a big concept in DVT is hanging is keeping your self-respect because when you explode or become emotionally unbalanced, we do things that make us feel bad about ourselves and diminish our self-respect. So keep that in mind this holiday season. The please skill tip, tip the temperature, hold something cold, put your face in cold water, intense exercise, pace breathing, pace tense and relaxation. The cope ahead skill, cope ahead. Imagine those scenarios. See yourself getting through it and hanging on to your self-respect. Half smile, willing hands. Keep yourself balanced. Relax your face. Focus on breathing. Turn lips slightly up. Open shoulders. Hang hands down or rest on legs and put your palms up or forward. These two skills will help you through the holidays and don't remember the first one. You can say no. If you know it's gonna to be too much, don't go. Okay, for next week, I wanna give you a little bit of a preview and a chance to get a hold of this book. I'm going to be going over a book called The Verbally Abusive Relationship by Patricia Evans. Um, this book did several things for me. Um, this was the first book that introduced me to perceptions being different, or in, as a book put it, realities. Um, before this book, before I read this book, I thought everyone experienced their emotions and feelings the same and that I was just bad at handling them. But this book kind of gives you um, an insight into perceptions and how perceptions can be different and how those different perceptions can lead us into abusive situations. 
Secondly, what this book did, um, this book made me realize I was living with my abuser in my head. I was living with my abuser in my head. I realized by listening to this book that I was being verbally abusive to others also, but also to myself. And I can say, I will say things to myself that I would not dare to say one, to one of my friends. So th this book introduced me to self-talk and how self-talk drives some of the things that happen in our life. So if you want to get the book, I suggest everyone over the age of 16 read this book because it gives you an idea how to recognize and um, request for a change if you're already in a, a, a verbally abusive relationship. But it gives you the ability to recognize before you even get into a relationship with someone. It gives you good advice on warning signs, phrases that abusers say, types of abuse, and things like that. This book was very important in my BPD recovery, so I want to share it with you. I'm going to do two weeks on this book, so... If you want to buy it, I'm going to put an Amazon link in the description and you can um, pick it up. I suggest everyone read this book. It's a good book. All right. That's the show. Enjoy the holiday and we'll see you next week. I think we can start playing that song again. When you bury them once, day. Your head up